0: And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So, as our president is traveling the globe, I realize that the number of Americans planning to travel Europe this summer, according to the groups that search all of this, kayak and uh, hopper, claim that the number of people have skyrocketed. All right? 77%. Higher in searches for European travel than last year, and 37% searching for flights to Europe, according to Hopper. Okay, so yesterday JetBlue announced a new route to Amsterdam. From jfk that will begin in late summer united has tacked on nearly 25 international routes to this summer's schedule including additional flights to barcelona berlin and naples the airline will be flying almost two dozen flights daily from the u.s to london heathrow croatia's pula airport is even considering lengthening its runway to accommodate bigger planes that fly across the atlantic Currently, uh, the country only has two transatlantic flights. Pretty incredible. So just this is a little friendly tip from me to you here on Chewing the Fat, okay? If you're planning on flying to Europe, but you don't have your passport yet, I would file that paperwork ASAP because the lines are long. And our Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, has told us that the demand for passports was 30 to 40 percent above last year's level and last year broke a record with 22 million passports issued now are people getting passports to leave america or are they just you know leaving it for vacation that's a question Uh, yeah the man in the back has a question yeah uh you say they're transatlantic flights correct did they used to be pacific flights
1: Yes. Thank you. Yes, they did. Be here
0: all week. These are the LGBTQIA flights leaving America. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Moses Gibson, I talked about him this morning on Pat Unleashed. Today's Wednesday is Chewing the Fat Day on Pat Unleashed. Uh, Moses Gibson, a Minnesota man, has uh, spent more than $170,000 on two leg lengthening surgeries in a bid to make himself more attractive to the ladies. Oh, yeah. I mean there it stands to reason i mean anything for business uh, no matter what you'll do whatever you need to do to take care of uh, some business so he said that he struggled to get the ladies when he was five foot five and he initially turned to medication and a spiritual healer to try in, to increase his height and he just didn't feel good about himself and he started taking pills that he ordered over the internet <laughs> uh i've seen pills that make things grow but i'm not height wise and he talked to the spiritual leader who told him that he could increase his height if he properly put his mind to it well apparently he didn't do it properly because it didn't work so he saved seventy-five thousand dollars over the course of three years working as a software engineer by day and an Uber driver by, no- by night in order to make the money. He underwent the procedure in 2016. I remember talking about him in 2016 because he added three inches to, it, to his height, wanted to be five foot eight in march of this year he forked over another ninety-eight thousand dollars for a second surgery he wants to add an additional two inches to his stature and he's hoping actually uh for three inches but he's gonna settle for two if that's all he can get so doctors uh broke his tibia and his fibula bones and screwed magnetic limb lengthening nails into them man does that sound fun Anytime you can get limb lengthening nails into your body, that is awesome. So he now uses a height lengthening device three times a day in order to pull the cut bone apart a millimeter at a time. Ooh, that does not sound good. And then the new bone grows every time he spreads it apart. Uh he after the first surgery, he said I became less hesitant uh and less w- worried about the result when talking to the ladies. And apparently he has a girlfriend now and he also started wearing shorts and taking full body pictures which he claims he never used to do. So again, anything, anything forbiddness this is almost unbelievable to me and then i think again that you know what it's not unbelievable so apparently tupperware uh the the actual company and containers tupperware the you know indispensable kitchen items um apparently uh looks like they could go out of business disappear for good Right, I know. And you think Tupperware? No way. Everybody's got Tupperware, but really they don't. Everyone has plastic containers that they keep things in, but not officially Tupperware. I do own some official Tupperware stuff, but from years ago. I mean, I remember when they had the Tupperware parties, and, uh, you know, my mom and everybody would have Tupperware. And I still use the Tupperware cracker container and we've got a couple other old tupperware containers but a lot of the plastic containers we have to store leftovers and food in is not tupperware so they're in danger of being delisted from the new york stock exchange for not filing its required annual report the company admitted it was in a cash crunch and it forecasts uh we may not have adequate liquidity in the near in the near term it's also you know corporate layoffs selling parts of its real estate portfolio not good times over at tupperware not good times at all uh pretty incredible that something as big as tupperware could go down but it definitely is and it's looking bad for tupperware so uh tupperware miguel fernandez the ceo he said, the company is doing everything in its power to mitigate the impacts of recent events and we're taking immediate action to seek additional financing and address our financial position. So good luck to Tupperware. I say go back to uh, the home selling stuff. Do that. People are looking for a side gig to make some extra money. And to start and that's what—that's way it started back in the day, right? They started uh, selling home products as their brand people would have tupperware parties if i remember correctly <laughs> uh you know so you would buy you would have the tupperware parties you look at all the new products and all the people would buy their new tupperware products from you know julie the neighbor down the street so maybe they kick that back into gear it seems to me maybe it's time but hey how do i know so another headline that's kind of misleading really. The, they talk about the lady who won the uh 600 million dollar Powerball jackpot uh back in 20 2018. And it said um uh, that uh, uh after a huge mistake I wasn't able to take home my winnings. That's really not true. Okay. What is true is that she wanted to be anonymous, and before she checked with anyone, she had the winning ticket, and she signed it. And then she went to the lottery and said, hey, I want to cash in my ticket, but I want to remain anonymous. And they said, no, you've already signed it. Whoever signs it, we have to report and tell people that's who won. You signed it. You won it that's the deal it's a legitimate ticket here's your 600 million she didn't want to take it because she wanted to remain anonymous she lives in a small town i mean i I get the idea of her wanting to remain anonymous she you know liked her small town she didn't want a bunch of people coming around asking for money and she's an engaged community member and she wanted to continue to live her public life good luck with that um living your public life is different when you're trying to take care of 600 million dollars rather than trying to work day to day to pay your bills but i digress that's what you want that's what you wanted but the state was like um no the deal is if you set everything up in a trust then the trust can sign the ticket and then we'll announce that the trust is the what opened the ticket but we have to announce who signed the ticket and it's too late for that because she already signed it. So she went to court and a judge has now said that she can uh, cash the ticket and take the money and remain anonymous. Oh, isn't that special? I know. Isn't that special that the courts decided with her? Right? Okay. So the only, the, the judge was like, all right, no, ahead i mean they tried to say hey how about we white out the name <laughs> and have a trust sign it. no can't do that because that means you've tampered with the signature on the ticket and even if they're there watching it that's still tampering that's that's kind of i mean if you're right there and you know she's the winner and you know i get it you know i get it the rules are the rules we have to follow the rules but it seems like if you're there you could have done that but anyway the judge said that uh only the hometown of Ms. Doe can be released citing her strong privacy interest so we know what town she's from and we know that uh you know but we don't know who it was and everyone will probably have a pretty good idea in this small town Who it was So I know that it's uh, You know It's going to be overwhelming And you won't be the same Little Sarah Jane that you had been forever But you weren't going to be that anyway You played the lotto for just that case And it worked You won And now you want everybody to pretend like you didn't win it Well if you wanted everybody to pretend like you didn't win it You shouldn't have played it so how about giving it to me (laughs) i will admit uh live and in person on the air i want it i don't want to i don't want to i'd like to be anonymous just like you but i will for you know a couple hundred million all right fine you know jeff fisher won and yep i did leave me alone no you can't have any money i'll decide who i give it to thanks for calling take care I've already got it planned out. Who gets what? Where where it all goes. Okay? Believe me, in my head, I already have it planned out. Is it going to happen? I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. But I will say that, you know, good for this lady. But, the, again, the headline really isn't true because she was able to take home her winnings. She just didn't want to because she didn't want to uh she didn't want to be put out of the bag. Let the cat out of the bag that she was the winner. And plus, I thought they had to do it within a year. So because of the court case, they let it slide, I guess. But uh, in uh, she wanted in New Hampshire. And pretty sure that uh, you got to cash it in within a year, which uh, that didn't happen, by the way. Uh, since she won it in 2018 has been going on for quite some time at some point and i know you got to stick to your guns i get it uh, but at some point uh, don't you just say okay it was me and give me my money apparently not apparently not all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately <laughs> all right so you can follow me on facebook and instagram jeff fisher radio youtube is uh, chewing the fat with uh, jeff fisher and uh, you can email the show chewing the fat at theblaze.com. i see you, you can follow me on twitter as well uh at jeffy jfr with uh, which is a legacy blue check mark now, the last time Elon put out a tweet that said uh, legacy blue check marks go away, it was April 1st. And as soon as I read it out loud, I thought, no, not going to do it on April 1. right?" Uh, so then he just put out another tweet yesterday saying the final date for removing legacy blue check marks is 420. We all know what 420 is. So I'm hoping that that's not the case. Although you just never know. So the blue check mark could go away at any time. I'm hurt i'm really hurt it's kind of strange uh when you think about it that uh you know they make the claim that people paid for their blue check mark i i don't think that happened on a widespread uh thing most of the time it was uh if they thought you were uh you know someone that needed to be known yes that's a a person and this is who they are so uh you know now it's a matter of yes it's saying this is who you are but you know so (laughs) i know i know that sounds bad and it is i get it so i'm not paying it i'm sorry i'm just not doing it we give twitter an awful lot of free promotion and i just feel like that that should uh, that should be a part of it but it's not. And while I was looking up uh, 420 yesterday and just reminding of what 420 was, I saw a story about 419 and I thought 419, why is that a deal? Because they say that 419 bicycle day, which is a day that we honor chemist Albert Hoffman and his discovery of LSD may soon overtake cannabis holiday 420. Uh, it's an important celebration of visionary medicine in the world is it though I did not know that I didn't know that it was uh, Bicycle Day celebrated LSD but apparently there's artwork paying tribute to Albert Hoffman uh, recently deceased inventor of LSD and it's got uh, Albert Hoffman lives with a bicycle and so Bicycle Day is it not real sure why we call it bicycle day i know you're tripping um i know that lsd uh, can uh you know heal or supposedly heal according with the shamanic sound healing and uh it's a unique style of sound therapy and i know that you're having an amazing trip on lsd apparently mr hoffman uh, had a bicycle ride home that uh, was where he made his significant uh, discovery and the uh, lsd and the substance with extraordinary potency so because albert rode a bicycle back to his house i don't know if he was tripping then or not but he had made the made the discovery so we call it bicycle day and that's on 419 A good place to celebrate Bicycle Day would be Ontonagon, Michigan, uh, which is a remote part of Michigan, and and it's amazing that Ontonagon has been ranked as one of the top spots in the entire world to frolic around naked. Uh, If you're bear, it's all in this area known for actual bears, and you're doing so at your own risk, and apparently... It's not legal to go skinny dipping and walk around naked in Antigon, Michigan. But it's uh, Michigan. But if you look, uh, it's in the Upper Peninsula, so it's up and It's way the hell up there. It's not at the farthest point, but it's pretty close at the farthest point up in, uh, up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So apparently, it is. There's a list of the top 100 places to skinny dip in the world, and the rankings list. Porcupine Mountains Wilderness State Park in Michigan's Upper Peninsula at number 31 in the world and at number 3 in the U.S. More than 60,000 acres, this is Michigan's largest state park, the Porkies, as it's known, is located in the western U.P., and it's nearly 100 miles of trails. According to my dating advisor, It says that uh, 100 nude beach spots in multiple categories, including beach quality, safety, weather, and hotel costs. I will say that it is not summer yet, and if you're going to go up into the old UP and do some skinny dipping, (laughs) uh, that water is cold. Uh, You can quote me on that. That water is cold. You can count on some serious shrinkage. If you're going to be going skinny dipping in that water. Or even just regular swimming in that water. And I would go during the summertime. In the heat of the summer. You may get a little enjoyable. Uh, a little enjoyable. But after that, that water is cold. <laughs> uh, no. So the Porcupine Mountains has 23 miles of Lake Superior shoreline. And it's got a lot of back areas that everybody you know likes to walk around naked in and do all kinds of stuff. But don't get caught. All right, You can go to the beach, you can run around, you can jump in naked, you can do anything you want, just don't get caught. And in fact, you can do that anywhere in America. In fact, you know what? You can do that anywhere in the world. You can do anything you want, just don't get caught. So if you get caught for indecent exposure, you can be charged with a misdemeanor, punishable by up to one year in jail, and a fine of up to $1,000. And it's also an unlawful act on land owned by the michigan dnr okay stop it they're gonna throw you in jail for a year for skinny dipping in michigan no i'm sorry no that's not going to happen uh i find that hard to believe so uh the number one uh skinny dipping spots in the u.s uh was sugar river washington mazo beach wisconsin porcupine mountain wilderness state park in michigan Blacks Beach, California, Little Beach, Hawaii, Hippie Hollow, Texas, Strawberry Hot Springs, Colorado, Hull Over Beach, Florida, The Bagby Hot Springs, Oregon, Frenchman's Hole, Maine, <laughs> uh, Gunnison Beach, New Jersey, Baker Beach, California, and Yosemite National Park in California. Uh, Hallover Beach, Florida. That's a uh, way out there, uh, across from uh, North Miami Beach. Uh, <laughs> that's out there a ways. That's a, a way you got uh, some pretty sweet property out there. I uh, got the uh, Sebastian Fishing Museum. As a matter of fact, you could stop in there at uh, North Shore Open Space Park, and uh, you just go up to Hallover Park and go ahead and get yourself naked. so i see where warner brothers discovery is getting ready to announce its combined hbo max and discovery plus offering uh it will supposedly call max oh that's right i think we talked about this before when they originally announced this (laughs) because i remember they talked about calling it max so they're having a big press event today as a matter of fact so if you're listening live today is the 12th of april 2023 they are supposed to have a big press event today which they're going to announce hey yay comment subscribe to max it's gonna cost 16 bucks a month wow well everybody wants your money everybody wants your money so apparently they're going to have a couple of different tiers so it's going to offer the max service will offer multiple subscription tiers at different price points 16 dollars a month ad free plan which is the same price as the current ad free hbo max subscription along with a cheaper ad supported tier that uh, they're guessing 10 bucks a month nobody knows yet we have to wait for the actual big event today so uh pretty incredible that uh you know we're going to be doing this discovery plus i guess is going to remain a standalone service for 4.99 a month all right uh good luck but they'll be you know we'll see how that drives uh discovery they're hoping to reach 130 million subscribers across hbo hbo max and discovery plus i didn't realize that we still had just regular hbo guess we do guess that's for cable but uh, HBO Max is not <laughs> is not just cable. We're not your daddy's cable anymore. Pretty incredible. Then I see where YouTube TV is now offering your NFL Sunday ticket. Now I'm pausing YouTube TV. Well, I'm actually going to cancel it, but I'm going to start by just pausing it. Boom. Cuz I'm going to Hulu Live and uh i'll let you know how that goes because i have hulu live and with hulu live i get hbo disney and espn plus for about the same price as what i was getting youtube tv and disney and uh hbo max and regular hulu without uh espn plus anyway uh so I'm gonna cancel YouTube T V, which is was getting up to that stuff looked like seventy five bucks a month. But you can only get the Sunday ticket now with the NFL if you have YouTube T V, which I believe you can get right now for two hundred and forty nine dollars a season. <laughs> So, I mean, there's a different pricing structure for the NFL Sunday ticket, okay? So, for 240 this is if you already subscribe to YouTube TV, which is 75 bucks a month. Uh, you get $249 for a basic season-long package of out-of-market games if you sign up during the pre-sale, which starts today, uh, through June 6th. Then it's going to go. If you want the red zone channel, that's going to cost you $289 a month. That's uh, wait, no, that's just the package. $289 is for the package with the Sunday ticket and the red zone channel. Uh, three and now the red zone channel is actually not bad. I watched a lot of that during the last NFL season, that was good. Uh, $349 for the basic package if you miss the pre sale. Three hundred and eighty nine dollars for the package, including red zone if you miss the pre sale. You can also get just red zone through YouTube T V by purchasing the Sports Plus add on for ten ninety nine a month. So I mean if you're into the NFL and want all the games, uh in the entire package, that's gonna be four hundred bucks, three hundred and eighty nine dollars for the season. woof so that's a pretty penny. Plus, you're paying 75 bucks a month on top of that for YouTube TV. Plus, you're paying for your Blaze TV subscription, which you should have. I know you don't need one to listen to this show, but you should have it anyway because that's what helps keep this show free. Just go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy and sign up and get your discount if you're not a member of Blaze TV. Uh, if you are, thank you. Appreciate it. That's one of the ways that we keep this show free to you. Uh, so I mean that's uh, everybody wants your cash. Plus you have the Paramount Plus app, which is uh, with ads, uh, like five bucks a month, which I get, which I you know which I like. Uh, and they they got me on that. They got me free for a year through my phone service, and then I forgot to cancel it, and then they just charged me and like oh, I already got it, and I like a couple of the shows on there. All right, that's fine. I'll pay that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> So, you can quote me on this if you'd like. Everyone wants your money. Like, let's say you're hedge fund billionaire Ken Griffin. Let's say everyone wants your money, right? I mean, Ken Griffin, who uh, just donated $300 million to Harvard University, he's now given more than $500 million in total to Harvard. Now, he graduated in 1989 before making his millions and he's the one that just bought the constitution oh man for 43.2 million dollars uh his 150 million gift to harvard in 2014 for financial aid remains the largest single donation for undergrad assistance that's awful special of him and so the university is changing the name of its grad school to the harvard Kenneth C. Griffin Graduate School of Arts and Sciences <laughs> So If you gave money To someone to get your kid Into a university You gotta, be, you gotta go to jail That's Operation Varsity Blues But If you give $300 million uh, Totaling $500 million To a university You get a building named after you that is amazing so i want to make a deal with uh, ken the next time ken that you're thinking well, first i mean he gives it to harvard his i know he graduated from there but harvard has the biggest endowment of any university anywhere they don't need the money I mean, this is a point of argument where harvard should not charge students to go there they can keep the high level of uh who gets in But they don't charge to go there and they pay for the tuition because graduates would graduate from Harvard and then donate money back to the university. It'd be a self-perpetuating payment. They'd never have to charge anyone to go to Harvard with the money that they have and say, but anyway, whatever. They're not going to do that. You and I both know they're not going to do that. So uh, Ken gave them $500 million, and he's going to get the Kenneth C. Griffin Graduate School of Arts and Sciences. Congratulations, Ken. Uh, great job, and keep up the good work. What I'd like to have you do, though, Ken, is the next time that you're thinking about, you know, I want to give Harvard $300 million. They really need it. I've given them hundred and fifty. I've given them three hundred for the building. I need to give them another three hundred million. I want you to stop for a second and think. You know what? You know Harvard. I'm only going to give Harvard two hundred and eighty million dollars. Twenty million dollars I'm going to give to Jeff Fisher and Chewing the Fat. I'm here. I'm here for you, Ken. I I will name the show after you. This will be the Kenneth C. Griffin <laughs> Chewing the Fat podcast every day <laughs> <laughs> i won't even i can put my name at the end if you want the kenneth c griffin uh pod chewing the fat podcast with jeff fisher for 20 million dollars that's all it'll take that's all it'll take. i'm here for you ken so the next time you know okay 10 just give 290 million to harvard and 10 to me i yes i'll still give you the the sponsorship for the 10 million dollars fine it can still be the kenneth c griffin chewing the fat podcast with jeff fisher no problem for 10 million dollars anything below 10 i'm not giving up the sponsorship well okay five Uh, all right five we can we can we can negotiate okay So the next time you go off all half-cocked, wanting to give hundreds of millions to Harvard, how about you help a brother out, too? Okay? Thank you, Ken. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. So I was looking at uh, this YouGov poll here in America, YouGov America, and the question was, have you ever hit the button to close an elevator's door because you saw someone was trying to get on and you wanted to leave without them? <laughs> so 31% said yes, 61% said no, that has got to be a lie, and uh, 8% i don't know i'm not sure Uh uh-huh so for sure uh you know we've all got on an elevator and we were you know you've got an elevator like no one's on there and you get on you're like all right i got it all to myself and you just kind of slide over and hit that door close button and hope that it actually works this time and closes the door when you see somebody coming and you want oh you try to oh i can't i can't i want hey i can't oh and then you ride up on your own (laughs) but then there's the other question of do the buttons actually work and i know that they i mean i know the joke is is that they don't but a lot of times i've ridden elevators and you know yes the door opens you hit the button knowing somebody's coming and it's closing and you hit the button and it opens back up to let them on that happens i've done that before I know, sadly, but I have done it. But many people, uh, there's a question on here from the YouGov poll. Do you think the, that most elevators' buttons do close the door? And uh, 43% say make the doors close sooner. For 25% say do nothing. Uh, 12% delay the closing of the doors, and uh, 21% I don't know, uh, aren't sure of that well i would say that for the most part the elevators that i've been in those buttons absolutely do work i don't know that like you push the button to whatever floor you're going to and then it starts to close um i guess you can. You know, I've, I've hit the button before where it opens back up all right but i have if you hit the floor button multiple times that doesn't close it any faster <laughs> and if it's starting to close and you reach out i can't oh i can't come on oh no you're too late oh darn man i wish i could help you out so the 31 percent are being honest they have hit the button to close an elevator door because you saw someone was trying to get on and you wanted to leave without them now some of that may be personal other times it's just like oh you're happy you've got the elevator to yourself and i just want to close the button and ride up where i'm going or down. And uh 61% said no, they've never done that. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Thanks for playing. So you remember Dwayne Haskins, the uh Pittsburgh Steeler football player that wandered onto a Florida highway last year. It's been a year already. Wow. Uh the 24-year-old had stopped his car on the side of the highway and left it in search of gasoline and now at least that was the story at the time and uh he was struck by a dump truck wow so his wife former wife i guess widow claimed that uh, he was the victim of a blackmail scheme had been drugged when he walked down a freeway in florida and was lethally struck by that dump truck huh she said in a lawsuit that he had been targeted by a criminal scheme, sued four people she claims drugged the quarterback to blackmail and rob him, causing him and or contributing to cause him severe injury or death. The toxicology report found blood alcohol levels far beyond the legal limit in Haskins' body, as well as ketamine and norketamine. Uh, attorney who filed this uh, said that uh, there remained many unanswered questions about his death they believe he was targeted he was drugged okay Uh, he had an expensive watch that was stolen from him shortly before his death the lawsuit also names the driver of the dump truck who hit haskins many questions remain as to why the truck driver did not avoid hitting duane Given the highly visible activity in the area before the impact and the fact that other drivers did not hit Dwayne. Uh, the truck driver's cell phone records have not been disclosed. The report also notes that the driver refused to provide a blood sample to police at the scene and still has not provided the alcohol test results. The lawsuit also lists two restaurants, a golf driving range, and a hotel over their alleged involvement in the blackmail accusations this should be interesting and it already is so i don't know if we're going to get the documentary on netflix or hulu the Dwayne haskins documentary but was he drugged and then blackmail as part of a blackmail scheme and then murdered wow (laughs) okay uh this should be fascinating i can't wait to find out more and i did find out something yesterday i don't know that i actually knew this is a little surprising to me all right the most dangerous sex position i did not know what had i been asked yesterday hey what's the most dangerous sex position i would have said i don't know i don't know i would have been the bottom line i don't know Okay, so the most dangerous sexual position is the reverse cowgirl position, which the woman is on top, facing away from her partner. I know. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. But according to plenty of doctors, it's the world's most dangerous Uh, It's responsible for a whopping 50% of man part fractures. So this comes in a story about an Indonesian man who had to undergo emergency surgery after fracturing his man part while performing the risky position, which left him with an eggplant looking man part. (laughs) It does not sound good. It does not sound good or fun. Uh, he said he heard a loud cracking sound followed by pain and discomfort yes uh, no kidding and uh, I began bleeding Ooh. out of his man part unable to urinate oof uh, okay it's swollen turned purple uh, no medical uh, parlance eggplant deformity a telltale sign of the break. Yeah, I would guess. You don't have to be a doctor to say, hey, that looks like an eggplant. Yeah, it's probably fractured. <laughs> you might want to take that someplace that can help you out. <laughs> Holy cow. So apparently it's a risky position because the man part can be crushed by the partner's pubic bone. Uh, so I'm just trying to tell you. I'm trying to help you out. All right, just know that it's dangerous when you're going into it, Okay. So, uh, I don't it's not a frequent accident apparently uh in the US 1 in 175,000 hospital admissions are of that. However, they claim yeah, that could be undercounting because the true incident is unknown uh due to underreporting of the cases. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, if you say so. If you say that you've got the old eggplant happening and you don't go see a doctor, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> see what I did there? Because <laughs> it wouldn't be hard with the old eggplant disease, but I find it hard to believe. Anyway, so he had to, they repaired the fracture and they stitched up the urethra, bandaged up the wound, and uh, gave him a uh, catheter, And they sent him home. Have a nice day. Take care. Uh, Good luck. God bless. And so they, he's back in good shape now. It's all okay. (laughs) You're all good. No problem. I don't know if he's still going to try the most dangerous position after this anymore, but you're all good. But this is just a warning from Chewing the Fat. All right? That's the most dangerous position, the reverse cowgirl position. All right? All right. Then I'll give you a quick joke of the day and it's not really a joke of the day but it hurts it's a joke that hurts okay let's say happy birthday to david letterman david letterman's birthday is today and david letterman turns 76 years old today 76 david letterman that hurts that hurts